Today we're talking about the one thing every INFJ would have wished to know earlier after dealing with a narcissist. INFJs and narcissists very often come hand in hand. It is really a relationship that is asking for it. As in, you know, those two types, I and mean, it's not like those are personality types or that they can't overlap or anything like this, but very often INFJs and narcissists are attracted to each other. And it happens on such a basis that the INFJ has no idea that they're dealing with a narcissist. It's actually somebody who seems to, you know, ask for help. It seems like it's somebody that the INFJ understands so well and it seems like the INFJ is the only one who can save them because that person is suffering so much and it seems like everybody around them is blind to that. That's what we're going to talk about because very often those situations are the biggest wake-up call for us ever because we recognize that there's something that we haven't learned so far. And once we learn this, our entire worldview changes. So today we're going to talk about what that is. What is the thing that every INFJ says, okay, I wish I would have known this sooner. And very often we get it after having a real intense relationship with a narcissist in any kind of capacity. It doesn't have to be a romantic one. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you haven't done this so far to download the poster on the formula to an INFJ epic life. And if you want to take it to the next level, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. INFJs have been conditioned and we have also conditioned ourselves to do one thing, to be super aware of how other people are feeling. And we've done this because from an early childhood on, we have learned that this is our best way to succeed in life. We are really good at reading people and we're really good at making any kind of conclusions based on that that would improve our relationship with that person, right? It's one of our skills. But if you are really tuning into this one skill all your life and it's the thing that you've been doing since you were a small kid, guess what? It becomes your go-to response. It becomes habit. It becomes a pattern. It becomes who you are and what you do. And it doesn't feel like you have another choice. How often have you gone into a room and you felt a negative energy and you told yourself, okay, that's just who I am. I go into a room and I feel, you know, negative energy right away. If somebody is suffering, you feel that. If somebody is getting mad at you because you did something, you know, selfish, um, you feel guilty. Does that feel like you have a choice there? Does it feel like it's something that you have any control over? No, it feels like that is who you are. You know, it's like telling yourself, okay, just stop having normal, you know, human emotions. This is not a choice. This just happens. Trust me, it doesn't just happen. I thought this until I had to change like this one aspect about my life. I came to a place in my life where it was just so painful to experience everything around me, that I was able to cut myself off. And now looking back, I recognize that uh, it was a choice. It was something that I had just conditioned myself to such an extent that I didn't feel like it was a choice. So why then is the encounter with a narcissist the thing that's going to change our lives? Because the narcissist will never stop. The narcissist will never stop wanting more from you they will always make it about themselves. In most cases, if somebody's suffering and you're helping them and you're tuning into what they want and what is important to them and you do this even at the price of your own well-being, 
for example, you see that the other person is suffering if you are being your big, amazing self. You make yourself small. You adapt. You are not, you know, shining bright in order to offend the other person. Stories like this. In cases where the other person isn't a narcissist, at some point they recognize that you're giving that much and they have some kind of positive feedback towards you. They have some kind of appreciation. And this can be an unhealthy situation as well because just because the other person recognizes that you're doing something for them, they are probably not gonna recognize it to the extent that you actually are. People are not going to be thankful for you making yourself small because you're so good at it that most people don't even recognize what you're giving up for them. But with narcissists, it's different. You keep on giving, you keep on giving, and they keep on taking. And it's never going to be enough for them. And they're never going to see it from your perspective. And they're never going to give you any kind of appreciation for what you're doing. So what does that mean normally? Normally the INFJ looks at this situation, doesn't recognize that the other person is a narcissist, actually thinks that's a person who's suffering, that's a person with a great soul, that's a good person, and I just haven't proven to themselves that I'm good. I made a mistake. I didn't, you know, cherish them enough. I wasn't kind enough. I didn't, you know, think of their feelings enough. Those are the typical reactions when the INFJ is around a narcissist. Because what we have to recognize is that when we as children learned this behavior, we had to do one critical thing. And that is to regard a person who acts like this in a positive way because that's the only way we could have survived. If you have an adult figure in your life that is in any kind of way narcissistic and you need that person in order to survive, in order to have any kind of belonging or it's an authority figure or whatever it may be, you as a child automatically are going to have some story in your mind made up about that's a good person, I just haven't done what is necessary and that's how I cope with it. So you go through life and you attach, you know, when you see certain behavior in people, which might be dismissive, which might be, you know, not kind towards you, you give that response the interpretation of that person is suffering. I did something wrong. And that's how INFJs go about so many people who turn out to be a narcissist. But here's the thing. If you continue to do that, at some point, you're going to hit a wall. And at some point, you're going to get to a place where you say, I'm emotionally and spiritually exhausted. I just don't have anything else to give. And then you start questioning yourself. And then you say, okay, something is wrong here. No matter how good of a person that is, that kind of behavior like, is just not acceptable. Like even if I was the worst person on earth and I had this big black hole in my soul, I still deserve some kind of respect. I still deserve some kind of human decency because if that person is not giving that to me, then chances are they're not giving it to somebody else. And it will take a lot of sacrifice from the INFJ until they get to this point. Because if you're being honest with yourself, you see two different rules for people. It's the rule towards you and then it's the rules towards everybody else. Other people are not supposed to be treated badly. It's okay for you because you can handle it. You understand that that person is not doing it because they're bad, they're doing it because they're hurting. And you can keep on telling that story to yourself until you cannot do it anymore. And that's the moment when you have to start fighting back. And the first time you bite back, the first time you actually, you know, use the power that you do have 
to say that's it, you know, get out of my way, this is not acceptable, you are a bad person, you know, not necessarily from you saying that, but just through your behavior, it's like you could never stop again. And it's such a painful process because on the one hand, you have to, you know, get to a place where you feel, okay, if I start protecting myself, then that means I'm never going to be loved. I'm never going to be accepted. Because remember, you as a child have conditioned yourself that this is the only way to get the love, the safety, the appreciation that you need. You have to play a certain role. You have to make it comfortable for others. And the moment you choose you, it feels like all of that abandonment that you try to avoid since childhood, it comes over you. You feel it all at once. But the truth is, you can survive it. You will survive it. And once you've actually looked into those fears, once you've allowed them to happen, you are never going to look back. So I'm thankful for the encounter I had with the narcissist in my life because that is one of the main reasons why I'm living the life I live today because it forced me to look at myself and say, I need to be the adult who protects my inner child. I need to be the one who stands up for myself. And it's okay if other people think I'm bad, I'm selfish, I'm self-involved, whatever it may be, I need to be the parent to my inner child and I'm not going to let somebody you know, be mean towards my mean child just because I have told myself the story of that's a good person because they're suffering. No matter how good of a person that may be, you never deserve to be treated badly. And we as INFJs need to learn this lesson. And once we do that, I promise you a whole new world starts for you. Because what you have to do in that moment is to start seeing yourself differently. And when you start seeing yourself differently, you automatically are going to see others differently. You can imagine it like this. If you feel like, okay, if I would act in my best interest, I'm a bad person. If that person acts, you know, bad and mean, they're still a good person. That's our default state. If you get to a place where you say, I'm not going to think of that person as good and as somebody who deserves my friendship, if they're treating me badly, then that automatically means that you think you deserve better. It's time that we put ourselves on the same playing field as everybody else. Other people don't deserve to be treated badly. You don't deserve to be treated badly. You are not above that just because you understand that others are suffering. People suffering isn't an excuse or an explanation for you getting hurt. You have to make sure that you stay on top of that, that you protect yourself. And with time, you will understand that this is the kindest thing you can do because you build such a strength and such a core that is secure that you start helping people from a completely different place. You have so much more to give because before you were sucked dry from every single person in your life. You were using all the mental power that you have to keep your head above water and then give everybody else everything you have left. And now it's going to be that you start thriving, that you start filling yourself up, your cup of energy overflows, and then from that you start helping people. It's an incredible transformation and I'm so grateful that I was in that situation with that narcissist because I promise you, I wouldn't have gotten it on my own. I wouldn't have recognized it. I had to be pushed to the corner where I felt I didn't have another choice before I was willing 
to face all of those fears of abandonment, where I was willing to stand up for myself, knowing that it will cause for other people to abandon me in some kind of way. But you know what? You are not abandoning yourself anymore and everything will change. And I hope that through videos like these, you will have the encouragement to take those steps before you're pushed to the edge, before you feel like you have no other choice. So you can start living a fulfilled life today and not at some point when you just don't know where to go anymore. Remember, if you want some more guidelines, how to choose yourself, then get the formula to an INFJ Epic Life poster. And if you want to take it to the next level, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you know, you can find in links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, why the INFJ always comes out on top while dealing with a narcissist.